Welcome to the Multifamily Five, where industry experts provide raw information about how they are achieving success in the current market conditions. And now, your host, Dallas-based real estate broker, Mark Allen. Welcome to the Multifamily Five. Today, I have a special guest. Pumped to have him on, Jeff McDonald. Jeff, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff is with Commercial Insurance Solutions, CIS. Uh, Jeff, if you want to go ahead, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do at CIS. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Commercial Insurance Solutions is uh, based here in Dallas, and uh, we've been around for for quite a while. We specialize in habitation, uh, multifamily specifically. We're actually owned by AccraSure. We're the national real estate division of AccraSure, uh, which is a top 10 um, agency here in the U.S. for insurance. And so we uh, actually can service all flavors of insurance that would be related to operating apartments. And so um, we have about 400,000 units nationwide that we uh, service, and that ranges anywhere from 30 units to 300,000, or I'm sorry, 30,000 units. Um, so pretty big spread. We've got about 70% of our business coming from apartments and 30% coming from the hotel industry. We're kind of dipping our toe into that market as well. Okay. Well, great. Um, so can you give us a quick update or overview of what's going on uh, in the world of habitation insurance? Absolutely. I know it's it's exciting, right? <laughs> habitation <laughs> insurance. Definitely a common topic at the uh, water cooler. Uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it is quite interesting. Uh, we've, we've seen nationally, uh, compressed rates with the lack of major, um, catastrophes and, and, and really no hurricanes to speak of in quite some time. Uh, we were kind of rolling them off there for a while in the mid 2000s, but, uh, it hasn't been that way in a while, which is great for owners, great for everybody else, but if, but, uh, probably not so great for insurance agents that uh, has compressed the rates, but here in in Texas and North Texas specifically, Oklahoma, um, in the markets that uh, that you serve, uh, you're seeing some increasing rates. We've had some hail damage um, recently, and so there's there are pockets um, around that have um, rates that are going up, but but generally the rates are really soft these days. Um, and we've had a number of carriers. Uh, participating and coming in and out of markets. Uh, that's always interesting to see. You know, they, they think they're going to go hot and heavy somewhere and then you have a big, you know, hailstorm and, <laughs> and then they have to probably recede a little bit. But, you know, we're in this every day. And so, uh, we're right on top of who's, who's in what market and, and where they want to be. And so, um, that's, that's definitely something we try to keep track of. Uh, another thing is what's been interesting is the impact of risk mitigation tools. Uh, on the underwriting, you know, we've been a big believer in fire suppression systems. Uh, fire stops is one of the brands. Uh, those are the little hockey pucks, right, that go, go up under the, uh, Vina hood and incredibly helpful, um, and proven to mitigate and stop, uh, stove top fires from, from happening and from spreading. And so, you know, that in turn, um, produces less risk and less claims and less damage and, and I think a lot of the um, the carriers are starting to see that and starting to react to, to um, risk mitigation tools like fire suppression. There's 
software out there. There's uh, Leonardo 247 is a uh, application for apartment operators to kind of automate um, their operations or day-to-day type operations that deals with risk mitigation. And so they're seeing um, some carriers give uh, incentive there as well as renter's insurance. So um, lease term solutions is a, is a popular one out there. And, um, and having those uh, safeguards can definitely help you um, when it comes time to get your rates. Okay. So I know you're heavily involved in uh, the sales or refinance process. When's the best time um, for, a, for an owner to get you involved? Yeah, that's, it is a great time, especially, you know, that, that it really starts to count when you go to do your refi and go to market and get your, your property ready for sale. Uh, now that you've got a cap rate, every dollar is uh, very valuable. Uh, and so, you know, within that uh, year that you're planning to sell your asset or go to market, you know, upon renewal, um, it's definitely worth a shop. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to, to shop the rates and, um, you know, it's always good to, to see, you know, what is the leanest you can cut this thing. Um, and so that's when we really like to get engaged. Okay. So, so a, about a year plus uh, before selling. So not only can you help buyers uh, with new insurance, but also sellers on the disposition side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, on the disposition side, you know, usually want to time it up to, to the, uh, to the renewal. Cause you know, it's, you know, it's kind of, coming time to go to market and you've got some time there um, and we can get in, involved and um, and get quotes out uh, from multiple carriers, kind of make sure you're getting uh, maximum exposure. You know, a lot of folks, uh, they have, have exposure in certain regions, but not others. And so we, we help folks get maximum exposure for their assets to try to get the best rate possible. And on the disposition side, that helps max out that NOI. And on the acquisition side, uh, we can definitely help there as well. So we talked a little bit about sellers. What about buyers? Do you have any uh, tips or advice for buyers? Yeah, one of the biggest ones that, that we see on the buyer side is not assuming the rate. Um, it, it can be quite a challenge because uh, I know we, we want to homogenize everything and bring it into a per-door cost, um, but it's very important to – know a where this number is coming from if you have a a property coming from a really large company um like a a bridge uh investments or graystar or lincoln or you know camden or somebody like that and and you're buying this big big uh, company's property they're going to have amazing rates they're going to have better rates than you're going to get if you're just an individual buyer right because they're able to leverage their uh total insurable value so uh, sometimes we've had that happen where those surprises where they see the, you know, in the historical uh, financials that they paid this number, but now they're getting quoted a different number. And we don't, we don't want to surprise them with that because uh, if you're an individual owner, you're probably not going to get the same rate. We don't want, you know, that's why it's important to get that quote early. Um, so that, and then the idea that, you know, just because you you know what a rate was for one property, and you know now we're listing another one in a nearby, that doesn't exactly uh, translate. I mean, there can be you know, loss run issues. I mean, even the average square footage, if if one is 700 square feet and the other one's an average of 750 square feet per unit, that adds up and that becomes very different. So, um, 
you know, it's always good to get a very custom specific quote so you know what, what you're going to get going, going in this thing. Um, the other thing that I would say is taking a look at the details um, that would uh, apply to getting that insurance uh, quote, the roof age, very important. Anything over 15 years, most people are going to give you actual cash value, the ACV versus replacement cost value. So it's good to ask those questions, you know, in the due diligence process. If you've had your roof done, make sure you keep the receipt, right? You want to document that you've made that investment. A lot of times we talk to buyers and they just kind of estimate or, or, you know, I don't know, it was done before I got here kind of thing. Um, it's very, very helpful to know that very specific roof age because in Texas, roofs age, they, you know, faster. They look like, I mean, it could be a 10-year-old roof or a 12-year-old roof, but it looks like it's 17 because it's been such uh, harsh conditions, right, with the heat. Uh, so that's a big one. Um, the wiring is always good to ask about. That's a, a pretty big variable. Um, aluminum wiring kind of came in um, as, as a popular thing in the, like, 65 to 73 uh, time frame. So if you're looking at that older value-add uh, asset, you definitely want to check out wiring. Uh, claims, ask about the claims. If there's an open claim, we're doing a deal right now where it's a $300,000 roof claim that's open, uh, that's going to dictate how he has to move forward with his policy. Uh, if he wants to retain that money, he has to go a certain direction. So, and he definitely does. So, uh, so that's a, that was news to him. So, uh, it's always good to know about claims. Um, another one that's really, really big one, since we're insuring on, uh, wind, fire, and hail, Anything you can do to mitigate the risk or, or help the underwriter feel comfortable about the fire portion, uh, it, the better. So we've got a deal right now we're working where the the uh, buyer did the inspection and realized, hey, by the way, this thing is uh, sprinkled is that, or has sprinklers. Uh, that was huge. So we were able to go back to the underwriter and, and explain that and got a pretty significant uh, a break. So having sprinklers uh, is is a very, very helpful thing. I know they can't all have it, but if it does have it, you definitely want to make sure that your agent is uh, is telling the underwriters that. Yeah. Do you um, know what? Do you remember off the top of your head what kind of break? Like what what kind of was, uh, price discount based on the, the sprinkler? Like a four cent difference. Wow. So just curious. Uh, yeah, yes, it's pretty substantial. Which equated to I mean, it's a smaller property, it equated to just over two thousand dollars. But mm-hmm. boy. That's a pretty big, uh, just literally sharing that with me was able to save him, you know, two grand. That's a pretty yeah. big, that's a pretty big savings for sure. what he's paying. So. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so then, how- uh, Go ahead. The only Sorry. other thing I was going to say was, was just remembering, and this kind of goes in line with the rates, is that remembering that the insurable value is different than the market value, right? Where the insurance is only due to uh, replace the asset. That's different than the market value. So sometimes buyers forget that, but the uh, key thing to remember. Great point. Okay. Well, how can owners improve um, their insurance costs? You know, we're as uh, investors, we're always looking at how to decrease expenses to improve our NOI. So how can current owners improve their insurance costs? Great question. Uh, first, I would say, you know, pay attention to um, – sublimits and 
Um, some of the exclusions, so sublimits like um, law and ordinance is a big deal for your value-add buyers, someone who's buying these older assets, the 1970s, let's say, product. Uh, there's a lot of difference between what was required in the uh, ordinance in 1975 and today, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it, that, there could be a huge new cost uh, imposed, and so you want to make sure that you ha- you have L&O. Sometimes, you know, policies come without that. You know, to get you a better rate, that means oftentimes that folks have been um, chiseling back on some of the meat, if you will, and cutting back on the the things that you really need. And so they start cutting some of these uh, sublimits. They start putting in exclusions. Uh, the exclusions like assault and battery, uh, a really big one. So, Definitely make sure that uh, pay attention to the sublimits because those can come back to bite you. Um, requiring renter's insurance, uh, helping to mitigate some of those uh, smaller claims and the, the resident cause claims. You know, putting that back on them. It it was um, there was a bit of concern back in the day when that really came uh, to be a big thing, and everybody thought, oh, that's going to hurt my occupancy. But but now everybody does it. Um, you definitely, if you haven't done it yet, you definitely should make it required. And people like Lease Term Solutions, for example, uh, are going to have a newer version of that in a, in a way to make it easily uh, administratable. So that, that's definitely one. Um, I would say installing the fire suppression systems. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, but if you haven't looked into that, uh, I would definitely <laughs> check that out. They're about $35 a door. They have a five to six year warranty that's incredibly cheap given that they're proven to, to stop fires and they can easily stop a, a six figure claim. I've got a friend down in Houston that, you know, they had just some kids playing on the stove, not paying attention. Next thing you know, six figure fire. Um, people are evacuated. It's, you know, whenever you have those kinds of fires, it's a, it's a terrible thing. And, and that yeah. should have been prevented for $35. So. I'm almost shocked it's it's not required by law, uh, given yeah. how proven they are. Um, I would say um, being uh, diligent with risk management operations. Uh, we actually have a uh, an IRM certified training class that we provide to our clients. Just going through, you know, it's a very transient industry on the front lines. People are moving around all the time, new to the business. Those are the most key people, and those are where claims happen, right? Those GL claims of the trip and falls and slips and falls and making sure that operationally um, they know what to do. Um, and, and so if you've never been in the business, maybe you could use some help on, uh, on what's required and, and some support on training the staff. And so um, we definitely help with that. Uh, and then some of the risk mitigation investments that you could make like investing in lighting, um, making sure that you have a good list of, of vendors to help with your roof, help with your pavement. Um, again, those are the, the trips and falls, slips and falls, all those types of claims. Um, the more the more lighting you have, the less risk uh, there is of assault and theft and those kinds of things. And so um, the, the video surveillance, not so much. We ran that past an underwriter and it, it didn't really seem to, to move the needle, but, but for sure the lighting and cutting back on your shrubs and making sure there's, you know, it's just a, a clean place really makes a difference. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the best way for the listeners to contact you? Yeah, if they want to contact me direct, that'd be great. Uh, 972-998-5703. is uh, the mobile, and then you can email me at j e f f underscore m c d o n n o l d at c i s dash a i s dot com. Or just look me up on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest. <laughs> there you go. Or contact me, and I can direct you over to Yeah, you. or contact you. That's the best, <laughs> best thing is contact you, and then you can contact me. <laughs> there you go. So, Jeff, again, thanks for the time. I think there are a, a ton of key tips, whether you own one property uh, or you own 20 properties. Um, there's some great tips. So thanks for sharing with us. Hope to see you soon, and hope to uh, help, help uh, each other do some business as well soon. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Love helping your folks, helping make them the most out of their investment. There you go. See you soon, Jeff.